Hello, this is Andrew Gamison with the Speaking For Him podcast. Once again, it is Friday, so we have another weekend upon us, and I hope that you have wonderful plans for it and that you are blessed in whatever you do. But before we begin, I wanted to send out my thoughts and prayers to those who are affected by Hurricane Sandy, or as it's also being referred to as Superstorm Sandy. I know there's many uh, wonderful believers that are in the affected areas, and I really hope that things come along well with the recovery. And that kind of leads into today's podcast topic, um, and that is on the issue of suffering. Why does God allow suffering in our world? We'll talk about that for a few minutes coming up. Hello, everybody. It's another edition, like I said, of the Speaking for Him podcast. My friend Adam McNutt is here. Adam, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's great to to have your assistance in this project as well. I'm just so glad to be able to talk to you about important issues every Friday. So today we're talking about suffering. And here's the question about suffering that we will mainly be discussing during this podcast. And that is, why does God allow us to suffer? Um, before we begin, do you have any initial thoughts on this topic, Adam? I think it's something very real, because I know a lot of times people have that thought process of, you know, well, God is all good. How could such, you know, a loving God allow such bad things to happen? And I know even as, like, believers and Christians, once in a while we have those thoughts go through our own minds, too. And it's something good to not just shove to the side. It's a good thing to talk about. All right, well, I'm going to just go through a couple different reasons why God allows suffering, and um, hopefully that will help facilitate our discussion. If anybody has anything that they would like to add about suffering, they can go to our Facebook page and add any questions or thoughts about this podcast that they have. The Facebook page is simply go to the search window on your Facebook and hit up Speaking For Him. That's speaking the numeral for him. And who knows what good discussions could begin there. And also remember to tell your friends because we will be having a giveaway at 50 likes. But enough of a plug about that. Um, the first thing that, uh, first uh, reason for suffering that I want to cover is perhaps um, in some ways the most obvious and in some ways the most controversial. And that is that God sometimes gives us trials to punish us. Uh, one of the way, one of the biblical examples that I have for this is Gehazi. Um, if you're not familiar with him, you can find the story in Second Kings chapter five. Basically, Gehazi was like a right hand man to um, uh, Elijah or oh, Elisha. I always get the Shah and the Jah mixed up, but uh, Elisha's right hand man was Gehazi, and Elisha had healed Naaman and didn't want any reward for it. Um, but this is what Gehazi decided to do on his own. He decided that he was going to tell Naaman that he wanted a reward, even though Elisha had said no. And this is what it says. And Naaman said to Gehazi, Be content, take two talents. And he urged him and bound two talents of silver in two bags, with two changes of garments, and laid them upon two of his servants, and they bared them before him. And he went, and he came to the tower, 
And he took them from their hand and bestowed them in the house. And he let the men go and they departed. But he went in and stood before his master. And Elijah said unto him, Whence camest thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went no whither. And he said unto him, Went not thine mine heart with thee? When the men turned again from his chariot to meet thee, it is it time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and manservants and maidservants. The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. So we see in this that God does use suffering to punish us uh, we need to be very careful though because we tend to project onto others that the reason they are suffering is because god is punishing them the only thing i would say about that is evaluate for yourself be be quiet before the lord and see if there might be something to that but it's not my place unless i see something that is totally blatant it's not my place to say anything about suffering being caused by punishment, but it's something that's important for personal reflection. The second um, reason, Adam, you have this, this list in front of you. Why don't you read the second one? Okay. Right here it comes out of, uh, looks like, uh, Second Kings. No, no. The, the number two point on the sheet is um, to prune the faithful were in Job. Oh, okay, right here. Yeah, Sorry go about ahead that. And don't, read that. Don't mind me just scrolling all over. Um, it starts here by saying, A, that God is in control and with us all the time. And it says here out of uh, Job 23, verses 10 through 11, but, it, but he knoweth the way that I take when he hath tried me. I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way, his way have I kept and not declined. This is, of course, um, Job speaking, and he's talking about how God um, is trying him. He's putting him through a trial. We know from the story of Job that he didn't do anything directly to cause the trial. Mm -hmm. um, Satan wanted to tempt Job because he wanted Job to curse God. And, of course, Job did not do that, and God was faithful to Job. And Job is just saying that this trial, whatever it is, God is going to be faithful, and I'm going to come forth better for having gone through the trial. And then the third, uh, the third one here is to give us compassion for others. It's from 2 Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. Would you read that, Adam? Sure. It says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. All right, Second Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. And I really resonate with this one because I think that uh, my particular situation helped me to understand people and give them uh, sympathy and empathy in ways that other people can't. For those of you who may not know, I am in a wheelchair I have had cerebral palsy my entire life. I was born three months prematurely, and it really has been a journey of discovery and of trust and of learning that God doesn't make junk and that he had a plan for my life um, before I came into being to the point where now I'm making this podcast 
and showing um, the world and also hopefully my fellow Christians that you can overcome your difficulties and you can be used by God in a mighty way. So it's just really exciting um, to see how God allows us to go through things so that we can comfort others. Because if you haven't been through a certain trial, you don't know what to do when other people go through the same one. And uh, then uh, the fourth one and the the final one with which we will wrap up this podcast um, is to be conformed to the image of his son. You know, as believers, uh, we are in the business of becoming like Jesus. That That is our, uh, that's the thing that, that we're shooting toward as a goal. Mm-hmm. And um, the verse that we have here is Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be made the firstborn among many brethren. And so God puts us through these paces um, to make us more like him. And there's a lot that we can't see. I know there is an old classic song that talked about the tapestry of our lives and how Sometimes when you look at the back of a quilt, you see all the stitches and they look messy, but then you turn the quilt around and you see the front and it all makes sense. And I think sometimes when we go through suffering, that's the way it is. We don't see the sense now, but we start to learn the sense as we go on. Uh, Do you have any thoughts about this? I do. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, even when I think back on, on my own life or what many other people have uh, talked about, in a really weird way, suffering is kind of odd because it can actually make us strongest in life. Like that's when we become stronger by going through certain trials. And I found that that's almost when you get closer to God a lot of times. It, you you kind of learn to, to cling to him and to trust in him. And you might be like, okay, I, I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why this is being allowed, but I trust in you. You must be allowing this for a reason. And many times uh, with suffering too, God can even bring good out of it. Oh, absolutely. I think um, Paul said that he rejoiced in his sufferings because when he was suffering, Paul, God was able to have his power rest upon him. And in his weakness, uh, God, God came through and was strong. Uh, and God doesn't want to share his glory with anyone else. So he often will give someone an impossible task and then do it through them. And then he'll get all the glory because there is no human way that it could be done. Mm-hmm. So in closing, I just hope that you uh, will think about what God has put you through and uh, trust him with all the suffering that comes your way. Again, be praying for those who are in the wake of Sandy, and above all, uh, make sure that you are serving the best of masters. And I just want to close with a quote from Sir Isaac Newton. He said this, Trials are medicines which our gracious, gracious and wise physician prescribes because we need them, and he proportions the frequency and weight of them to what the case requires. Let us trust his skill and thank him for his prescription. Have a great weekend.